Hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. My name is Mbali and today I have an amazing guest, um, John Andrews, who is the CEO of the Institute of Fresh Relations. John, thank you, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Burning Questions. Super, thank you so much Mbali for having me uh, and I'm the incoming CEO. Uh, we still have yes. another one as well, the outgoing CEO. Uh, yeah. We are a very fortunate organization having two CEOs. Mm-hmm. We are very lucky, I must say. <laughs> so guys, okay, let us get right into what today's question is. So today's question is a three-part question. Um, so the first part is, what exactly is the BEE? How does the BEE system work? And has the BEE been successful? Um, John, I think you can take it away. Let's start with what exactly is um, BEE? Okay, so BEE stands for Black Economic Empowerment. And mm-hmm. it is a system introduced by the ANC government sort of from about 1998 or so. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind the system was that the racial discrimination that was applied in South Africa during the time of apartheid produced very different outcomes, as you would expect, for mm-hmm. the white population group compared to the other population groups, which in South Africa were black, colored, and Indian. Mm-hmm. And what the ANC wanted to do was to Uh, create a situation where these population groups had more equal outcomes and to undo the discrimination of the past. That was the intention of the system. And uh, effectively what it was is was uh, an attempt to make right what had gone wrong before. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the second part, has the system that you just explained right now, has the system worked? Um, no, it has not worked. Or rather, let me phrase yes. it. Let me go back to the second part of the question. How does mm-hmm. the system work? How does the BE system work? I think let's start there. Mm. Okay, so the, the, the system is uh, quite complex and a little bit convoluted. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it is more than just a question of saying, uh, you know, you need to employ a certain number of black people or colored people or Indian people or white mm-hmm. people in, in any um, organization, even though mm-hmm. that does play a role in the system. Uh, but let me just quickly go through maybe what the the seven elements of BE are. Um, mm-hmm. There's an ownership element. So you, as a company, you can get points awarded to you for having a certain yes. level of black ownership. Mm-hmm. Then there's a management control component. That means that uh, control of the company must be exercised to a certain extent by uh, mm-hmm. um, um, black managers. There's mm-hmm. an employment equity um, component that says that uh, you should racially transform your company and you should try to uh, approach the ideal of representativity. Mm-hmm. There's also a skills development component, a preferential procurement component, an enterprise development component, and a socioeconomic development component. And mm-hmm. um, I had to look these seven pillars up because I'm not really a BE expert and I haven't mm-hmm. memorized them. But you can imagine that for investors, especially if they are not familiar with the South African environment, if they are foreign investors, for example, navigating your way through this is quite difficult and quite complex. Um, The way it works is that there's a a maximum number of points available for each of these components. You Mm get uh, rated on how close you come to achieving the ideal. You get a number of points uh, and that gives you a scorecard. And then Mm -hmm. based on the number of points you get, you get assigned a BEE level. And the higher your level is, uh, the Mm -hmm. more favorably you are regarded by the government. And for example, if you want to uh, sell products to the government, the government will ask you for your BEE certificate. It will say, what is your level? And you Mm -hmm. will say, my level is one or it is four or it is seven or whatever the case might be. Mm 
Yeah. The government looks at the various companies uh, bidding to offer services, and then it, it gives a weighting effectively. And it says if you're very if you've got a very high BE level, we will mm. give you preferential um, status, and you will have a better chance of getting contracts. You'll be able to charge a bit more, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. And the effect of this is that companies then start uh, competing to get these BE points. That is the idea, um, mm -hmm. thereby fulfilling the government's desire to empower um, the black, colored, and Indian parts of the population and to create a greater a degree of equality with the white part of the population. Mm. Um, what is also quite clever about the system is that the procurement uh, component means if I buy from you and you have a high mm -hmm. BE level, mm -hmm. then I get points for that. And that means ah, that these BE okay. points sort of uh, move through the entire supply chain and mm -hmm every single company in that supply chain that buys from one and sells to the next, buys from one and sells to the next, will be keen and eager to find somebody with a high BE level. And so it's a kind mm. of self-enforcing system. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that really is the concept. I hope I managed to explain that. It is a bit complicated. <laughs> no, not even. I think you put it in simple terms um, for people like me who actually didn't understand how the BE system works. Um, and then I think the last part, which you kind of already answered, which is, has the BE been successful? And I think maybe I'll throw in the last, the kind of last question to say, should the BE be scraped? Or do you think we can work around it or we can better the system of the BE? Well, it is, you know, I think BE is one of the holy cows of our society and our government. Mm -hmm. And it is viewed in a very bad light to criticize yes. it yes. or to call for it to be replaced. And mm -hmm. uh, doing so, you know, takes a bit of uh, uh, courage, I think, and uh, mm -hmm. a willingness to face some criticism. But mm -hmm. we have made that call and we do make that call. And the reason we do so is because you say that after you know 20 years of the system, the evidence mm -hmm. is now clear and we've got the results. You know, we, we can yeah. now say what the effect of the system is. And the effect is very, very bad. Yeah. And in making that assessment, what we look at is we uh, look at sort of the educational outcomes for the country, we look at the economic outcomes, we look at unemployment. And what we see is that there's a small group of people who have benefited mm -hmm. from BEE. So we've created some you know, very wealthy black billionaires, like yeah. the president and his family and, and some others. Mm -hmm. um, but also sort of a, a quite substantial middle class. Um, mm -hmm. And so often, you know, if you criticize BEE, uh, you'll be, you'll receive some responses from people in the media or in corporates who will say, look, you know, I'm a beneficiary of BEE. How can you criticize it? This has worked very yeah. well. Without BEE, I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah. And then you say, yes, well, you probably would be where you are because you're good. <laughs> you've got exactly. education, yeah. you've got connections, you know, you've, mm. you've, you've got, you've got, resources that you can leverage you know you're mm -hmm. already in a pretty good position in our society yeah. you'll probably be okay um, pro but yeah. uh, apart from those 15 percent of people who are doing well out of BE there's 85 mm -hmm. percent of the people who are not doing well yeah and these people are the ones who are being failed by BE so instead of mm -hmm. being you know a broad-based system that really uplifts the entire population and promotes uh, um, social mobility and progress and helps people to create a better life for themselves for 85% of the people, this is not happening. You know, they're mm. getting stuck in a in a welfare system, in a in a situation of joblessness, of uh, of poor prospects for their future, um, mm -hmm. and that is really a very damaging effect of BE. Yeah. 
Yeah. You also see um, the effects of B, say, in the public service, where appointments were made on basis of race because you say, you know, yes. Yes. you want racial representativity, so mm-hmm. each population group must be represented in each organization. Yeah. In the and same you find that the person doesn't even qualify. Sorry, John, you find that they don't even qualify yeah. for that position. But because they are black or Indian or colored, they end up getting it. But yeah, mm-hmm. you can carry on. <laughs> and there's a, you know, there's a an aspect to that, which is when you say what you've just said and what I'm saying as well, people will say, mm-hmm. oh, you just don't think blacks can do the job. Yes. You know, when, when you say that you got appointed mm-hmm. because of, of BEE. And that mm-hmm. is a, a, a terrible and damning criticism to make um, because obviously, you know, the fact that BEE exists open up, opens up the possibility of making this claim and counterclaim. Mm. And if BEE didn't exist and people were appointed based on their skills and qualifications, then you wouldn't be able to pay, point at a person you know, and be suspicious about them and mm-hmm. say, look, you know, I can see that you're the spokesperson for so-and-so and you're black. Yeah. You only got the job because you're black, which is you know, a really offensive and insulting thing to say. Yeah, um, so BE muddies the water. Um, it affects, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, your self-esteem, the way you're perceived by society, by those around you, um, which is not a good thing. And another important aspect is that where BE has been the most stringently applied in terms of racial representativities, the public service and the SOEs, mm-hmm. And public services are collapsing across the board. The municipalities are a disaster. Um, yeah. The provincial departments are in bad shape. The national departments are in terrible shape. The SOEs mm-hmm. are making losses that need bailouts. Yeah. We've got load yeah. shedding. We've got water problems, yeah. the roads, etc., etc., etc. Now, wealthy people, like many whites, for example, mm-hmm. can escape the failing public sector by buying services from the private sector. So yeah. if your pl- public school isn't working, it's okay. It's you can right. go to a private school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If your yeah. public hospital isn't working, it's okay. You can go to a private hospital. If your police isn't working, it's okay. You go to the private security service. But if you're poor, you don't have that option. Yeah. yeah so if you're those yeah. 85% of people who are dependent on public hospitals, public schools, the police, uh, public services in general, you really have a problem because you are impacted yeah. by the underperformance of these organizations and institutions mm-hmm. and you've got no way of escaping. And that is mm-hmm. the, the, really the deep injustice of BE. Yeah. And for that reason, we really are calling for it to be scrapped, you know, as, as unpopular as that call might be. But mm-hmm. we say that the effect of this population has been, of, of this policy has been really, really devastating. Um, the evidence is in, we can see the proof and the streets around us every single day. And we need yeah. to do something about this. Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do. Uh, John, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time um, to help me answer this question. And I hope you, the viewer, um, this question was answered. Um, and you will send through your questions also on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. Do remember this show is every Wednesday at 6 o'clock, also on Facebook, um, YouTube, and on Instagram. Yes, almost forgot Instagram. But anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much. We'll catch you guys next Wednesday. John, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mbali. And I hope to see you again soon.